This is the audio from a live stream of the world's nerdiest improv show, parentheses, W-N-I-S, parentheses, Weenus. If you would like to watch the video that accompanies this broadcast, you can go to W-E-E-N dot I-S. That's Ween dot is to access the video, transcripts, links, and learn more, or even send us something. Thanks for listening. Life's too normal and you need a change from something totally expected to something strange. It's time to go to a place where improv dreams come true. And all we need is you. It's the world's nerdiest improv show. Everyone, welcome to the world's nerdiest improv show. Parentheses, W N I S, parentheses, Weenus, where the parentheses are said out loud. And we are your hosts. I'm Katrina Charles. And I'm Jen DeHaan. This is the show where we talk about improv stuff and things. And stuff, and that's about it. Yeah, exactly. That's about it. Yeah. And I think uh, we're going to have guests very soon. We've got we some people that we're going to be interviewing here on the show. So I'm excited about I'm that, excited. for sure. Very excited to expand our, our reach, um, make, you know, the, the Weenus extended universe of people. Mm -hmm. It's very exciting. Oh, my it, goodness. This is the beginning. We're going to have a Weenus universe. We are. A W-U. W-U-N-I-S. A Woonus. A Woonus. The Weegis Universe. The world universe. Oh. Improv <laughs> show? I Thinking up. Uh, Acronyms are not my, my strong suit. No. Do you know what I learned? There's a difference between an acronym and an initialism. An Do tell. An acronym is one where you say it out verbally like weenus. Weenus is an oh, acronym okay. because we've turned it into a word. But if you say the letters individually, like W-N-I-S, that's an initialism. Wow. But weenus is an acronym. And so, I might have that backwards. So we're kind of like both. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, okay. I guess, well, I think we're probably an acronym because we do use it as a word. Um, okay. But if we only used the letters, it would be initialism. Oh. Well, it's the world's nerdiest improv show, WNIS Weenus. Yeah. So we're all of the above. We're, we're all, every, we're, we're everything. everything. <laughs> oh, we said it at the same time. <laughs> we're everything. We are everything. And we're nothing. No. And we're everything. And everything. All right. Well, how anyway. was your week? Oh, you know, my week's been going pretty well, except I am, I'm a little sad. Um, one of one of my favorite activities to do in my apartment is take pictures of birds that visit the tree outside my window. Yeah. And I got notice that tomorrow they're cutting down that tree. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's um, the worst. It has been um not doing well since last summer. It got really hot and then it started not doing well. Yeah. So I feel like it's probably a good decision considering I also park right under that tree. Yes. Um 
and we do tend to get like windstorms and stuff. So I, I think in o- overall, it's probably the best choice, but mm-hmm. I am, I am going to miss the birds. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember from, um, I mean, I have a, I'm very fortunate. I live in a forest now, so I have no shortage of trees, although we had to cut a bunch of them down for that same reason. They were sick and diseased. And so we had to do it for safety reasons, uh, at least mm-hmm. around the house. Um, but, uh, and for fire concerns and all that kind of thing. But, uh, when I lived in a townhouse, there was very, I was in the middle of a, uh, I was in the middle of the San Francisco Bay area. So not many trees. And when they cut down, they cut down some trees. I'm not sure about what the reason was because we didn't hear, but I was devastated and that there's yeah. not many trees to look at. I know. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the thing. I, I think, like, it makes sense that it needs to go. I understand. It's lived yeah. its life. And also, I, I think it's, like, there's an appreciation that, like, I got to be around as it lived its, like, last years of life and really appreciate yeah. it and enjoy it. Um, but, yeah, I do live in Washington, so it's not – I don't have to go far to find trees, but uh, there's there's just not going to be one out my window. Right? Yeah. And that's a little sad. Yeah. It makes a Although, big difference being able to look at nature. Yeah. Although I do feel like it's going to open up my view a lot. <laughs> so in a few, in like a week or two, once I'm over the sadness of the tree being gone, right. I'll probably be like, oh, I have a nice view now. But yeah, you well, we do need to check in to see, see what's up here yeah. about the view. And if it's I'll a... have to tell you about the view, it'll, I'm sure it'll look nice. But at the same yeah. time, there just won't be a bluebird on, on the bow of a tree. Yeah. Well, you have a balcony, maybe maybe yeah. uh, additional attraction, bird attraction elements for the balcony. Maybe I, I could start attracting them. They told us not to feed the birds, but I could rebel. They took could. my tree. You could. They took my tree. What What if now I leave a peanut? we're going to get back. Exactly. Sorry. What if I leave a peanut on the banister? This is how I show my retaliation. Retaliation <laughs> via peanuts. the katrina story why am i going into like wrestler voice i don't know but i love it and it's really pumping me up and encouraging me to to go (laughs) to rebel (laughs) it's katrina's rebellion phase she's leaving a peanut on the balcony for the birds (laughs) i wonder if i'm clipping sorry podcasters if i'm clipping and i'm right in your ears with that Yes, yeah. sorry podcasters i also have a new microphone podcasters i don't know if it sounds any better but mm. hopefully it does yeah let us know let us know you can hear me whining about not being able to look at birds yeah. in high definition so <laughs> intricate so personal right into your ears all right i really need we should maybe move on <laughs> i'm gonna Moving keep on. doing okay. this sounds good sounds good all right well let's uh what should we move on to soup our sponsor oh, soup of the week or the ads katrina you oh, get to choose. Let's, let's move on to soup um let's i feel like we just we need all to right. appreciate it give it its full appreciation yeah. this soup again there is a oh. recipe for it on is it plantbasedrecipe.com? That is correct. Yes, that is where this soup is from. Uh, our, our, our soup of the week that's bringing you this show is a creamy, and I'm reading it off. It's my own recipe, and I don't remember what I called it, so I'm going to read this. Podcasters, I'm reading right now. Creamy curry soup with zucchini 
and potatoes and it mm. looks like there's maybe a pumpkin or possibly those are sweet potatoes i don't remember but i will put the link to this recipe in the show notes so we can all learn at the same time and it does look amazing it looks like a great delicious hearty bowl of curry soup and i'm probably gonna make it this week um it just looks so good. <laughs> I, I might have to make it this week too to remind me yeah. if it's good or not. So hopefully, okay. hopefully it is. But uh, I do uh, only write very simple, easy, usually inexpensive recipes. So um, it should be maybe easy enough for me to make as well. I love all of those things. Yeah. And hardiness and cheapness. Uh, inexpensive is where it's at. All right. That's our, that's the soup. That is bringing soup. us this episode today. Thank you so much, Soup. We appreciate you. Thank you, Soup. We love your support. Uh, and now, should we move on to the ads? Let's get some ads. Let's get some ads going. All right, here we go. Ad number one. Hey, Weenus Cribs. Thank you so much for coming. I'm Katrina, and this is my Zoom background tour. First, we have to start with my gold frame on the wall. Within the frame, we have this uh, really fun lamp. It's Jurassic Park, it's pretty cool. Like the T-Rex Up here, I have some like artwork. So over here's my plant corner. Um, this here is Tracy, my spider plant. Um, I didn't think she was gonna make it through the winter, but look at her, she's thriving. Over here is my Lego orchid because between you and me, I can only keep Tracy and me alive, anyone else. Out. This cool picture of New York. I have been to New York, um, so I do feel like I'm allowed to have this on my wall, <laughs> but I did get this at World Market. It was on clearance sale. So. Um, over here is some artwork by the artist False Knees. You'll regret 100% of the fries you don't take. I do live by that motto. I have this uh, gorgeous Japanese wall hanging. Um, over here is my whiteboard. I find that if in your Zoom background you have a whiteboard, people are gonna be like, wow. What are they up to? They're very busy. They're doing things, you know? I drew a rectangle and I drew a square and an X and a red oval um, and a red arrow. Um, and I feel like all of these things make it look like, wow, she has stuff going on, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I do have a very strict to-do list that I stick to. Um, so improv, apply to jobs, dance break. Last, um, my to-do list is to eat food, so I'm gonna go do that after we're done. Up here I have an artwork by um, the artist Sim K. I really love their work. This one is of um, hamsters doing solitaire, which reminds me how life would be different if I was a hamster doing solitaire. <laughs> how weird would that be? How nice would that be? Here I just had some paddleboard paddles for paddleboard paddling. Nope, no, <laughs> we don't, we don't look over there. <laughs> that's, that's where all, every, nope, we don't go over there. Thank you so much for coming on this tour with me. I am Katrina. Uh, thank you so much, Weenus Cribs. I'm happy to share this with you and I, I will see you on the internet. We're good. I'm gonna need everyone to help me move everything back the way it was because I cannot lift, lift all of that garbage back into this corner. Cool. Thank you. Have you been raised to never let history repeat itself? You might be living in a world at first beats only. How do you know if you're trying to survive on first beats alone? Symptoms include, your first beat was frat bros heading to Burning Man, but your second beat was something unrelated about two sisters gossiping about 90s after school specials or something. 
Or you thought of a perfect rooster callback, but you kept your mouth shut because you thought no one needed to revisit that great farm scene. Or you could have made a solid pigeon pecking connection during the third beat, but you didn't because it would have been too much to go back 30 minutes in the set. You know you're living an anti-second beat lifestyle that rejects historical repetition. If this very advertisement gives you chills, nausea, acid reflux, a bad case of heartburn, vertigo, unrelenting jazz hands, and chills. If any of these symptoms resemble your history-hating reality, you are living in a world of first beats only, and you need help from us here at Do It Again, Please! An Improv Sabbatical. At Do It Again, Please! An Improv Sabbatical, you'll redo history. You'll get reps of beats. History starts repeating itself by noon. You receive the same dry toast you got for breakfast, but also for lunch, and also for dinner. Oh, that asshole who stole your parking spot when you arrived? Don't worry. You'll see them again. We assigned you parking spot 17F, and we also hired Chip to pull into 17F seconds before you arrived. In fact, we'll assign you the task to go off-site and pick up more post-it notepads for Do It Again, Please! and Improv Sabbaticals, Central Office, five times per day for the length of your stay. And every time you repeat this task, Chip will be waiting in their RAV4 and will pull into 17F right as you pull up. Good work, Chip, and good work you for reliving this annoying experience five times per day. Doesn't seem funny yet? Don't worry. The 11th time Chip pulls into your spot, you'll get it. Because that's why you're here. You need to learn to, you know, get it. You'll marinate on that great comeback while you're in aisle five at Office Depot. That's where the post-its are. And eventually you'll tell off Chip perfectly. Every time. So many beats. So much opportunity. So much Chip. Here at Do It Again, Please! An Improv Sabbatical. We believe a joke gets funnier the more times you say it. And that dry toast gets moderately tolerable by day eight. But best of all, we'll let you mangle your second beat with a premise that barely resembles the first beat, but at least demonstrates you're moderately aware of the relevant concepts and technique by the time you drive home from the sabbatical. Don't live in a world of first beats only. There's always more roosters to call back. And there's always more chip. Call 1-800-555-BEAT. That's 1-800-555-BEAT. Call me, please. And welcome back to the show. That was a lot of fun seeing a tour of your background. Oh, thank you. I um, I'm glad that you enjoyed that. And um, I again, I'm so sad I'm not in, on my improv sabbatical. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, it would be um, quite a journey. I think so many beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also like how uh, how we have a production crew. We do uh, showed up to your apartment. Yes. Oh my yeah. gosh. I wasn't expecting that considering it's usually just us. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, a bunch of people, like seven people just crammed into my seven. Yeah. But wow. it was great. They, they helped me move all of the crap that was in this corner. Nice. Away and back and back and back. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're gentle. They're gentle. Very, and very gentle. Yeah. Very thorough. Uh, really appreciated it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, was, thank you, Weenus crew. Thank you, uh, Weenus Cribs crew. And maybe I'll meet them someday. Maybe you will. I, yeah. I would love uh, them to do a tour of your your background. Yeah, it's green. I know. Yeah, pretty much. But well, you have to show everyone your parking garage and your your right. weird decrepit house and your uh, your field with like just a person in it. Yeah, yeah, just one solo mannequin 
on a yeah. paddle board. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. it. And the yeah. raccoons in the attic. Yeah. Which I've talked about before. You have. Yeah. yeah. All right, slides. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to our segment. That's this one. A scene on the internet. We're going through some improv stuff that we've found on the internet this week. Yes. Katrina, what have you brought for us? Yeah, so I was just wondering, because I know um, they have, like, lots of improv uh, schools and teachers and stuff will offer classes to, like, corporate people. Um, and as someone who would love to be a corporate person again, hashtag hire me, um, I was wondering, like, how improv actually um, improves uh, their their life and their career and and just uh, where people go. Um, so I found this post on Reddit. Um, someone asked, how has uh, improv improved your professional work? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people responded. Um, some said that it made them a better team player, made them a better listener, able to kind of um, just interact easier. Yeah. Um, but some people also said that it just helped them in their career in general. Gen general. In general. In general. Oh, <laughs> <In> general. <laughs> Standing right here. <laughs> Uh, in in general, um, just having them take more risks and go towards more what they want to do. Um, so they've gotten out of like career rough patches or just like where it's been really stagnant and moved in a direction um, inspired by what they learned with improv. Um, and some person said it also made them the funniest person in the office, which I also think is a huge benefit oh, um, to big. doing improv. So if if you're a working person and you're still thinking like, oh, maybe, maybe improv someday, like it might actually help you in your work. It mm -hmm. might not just be a fun, fun thing to do. Yeah. Which, which it also is. <laughs> it is also a lot of fun. It's amazing how many concepts, uh, I mean, applied improv is, is about this um, in specifically, uh, which there's an applied improv network, uh, A-I-N, um, if people are watching, listening, interested in some of this work uh, of just how you can apply these skills to other segments of life, like work or therapy or anxiety or, um, you know, sobriety. There's all sorts of uh, applications of the things that we learn. Um, and I believe there's a book called Yes And that is specifically for workplace dynamics. Um, I understand it is quite good. I haven't read it, so I can't say much more than that other than it exists. Cool. I'll have yeah. to check that out. And you said Applied Improv Network? Applied Improv Network. There's a website awesome. and there's a, a very large active Facebook group um, hmm. as well. And they put out uh, magazines, I believe. They publish uh, digitally, um, maybe in print. I'm not sure, but they do. Uh, yeah, they're quite active. Very cool. I'll have yeah. to check that out. I was unaware. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're, we're learning. We're, we're learning <laughs> that. Well, that's what this section is for. It really is. It yeah. is for learning. And here we are learning. Here we are, here we are learning. Uh, next slide. Uh, another uh, Reddit post uh, for our podcast listeners. A previous one was on Reddit. This next one's on Reddit as well. And we will be putting these links in the show notes. If you want to go check out, what we're talking about this next thread is called need help with games that establish location i am coming into this with absolutely like i'm i'm i picked the article uh the the topic by title only and i am coming into this with no previous thoughts so i'm in the moment as we would in improv in this show 
putting this up there with no preloaded anything. Uh, so Katrina, uh, need help with games at established location. Now I will uh, bring up two things that I've done uh, in the past that immediately come to mind just because they were very memorable for me in classes. And the first of which was uh, I, I probably one of the very first exercises I did uh, in setting location. And it was simply set the location sometime during the scene. Uh, very, very simple, but the uh, teacher was looking for very, very specific locations. Um, like you, even it, nothing implied, nothing left up to, well, you know, we were uh, two uh, marri a married couple in a kitchen talking about our stuff. It was, you need to actually say here in the kitchen at home. So very kind of forcing it into the scene, which can help. Uh, of course, I took that ultra literally. And in my scene, I gave geographic coordinates like I brought out my phone and said the GPS location, like, and I, th I thought in my literal take that that was actually something to do. Uh, I regret it now a long time later. I mean, you followed the assignment to a T. I, I did, but that was my very, very literal take, which I tend to do until I know better sometimes. But um, yeah, GPS location. I, I don't recommend that necessarily, but that is, I'm just being honest in the moment right now. That is something I did. Um, what I do jo enjoy a lot, an exercise that I always love and will always love is just doing basically a great big scene paint of what's in the uh what what like scene paint absolutely everything in the location like let us know that we're there and that's partly because i'm a very visual uh I, hyper fantasia individual like i i do have that um and i absolutely love that exercise but one of the things in the description of this post i believe uh i did also i'm reading this description right now no i did read the description um is is how to do space work and etc things like that. And just having that highly visual sense of where you are, you can see the whole thing that just helps you during the scene, actually think about what's there, what else is there? What else can we rest the game with in the environment? And that can help with space work. I'm picking up this thing because I see it. I actually see it there. So I always love doing that exercise of scene paint every single thing. Katrina, do you, does anything come to mind for you? Um, I think Mainly scene painting comes to me when it comes with like location. Although um, I do have to say, I do get distracted with scene painting because I will like remember where things are. I'll be like, mm -hmm. I'll mark it in my mind very specifically where things are. So if someone like walks through like a table <laughs> or, or like walks out of a door that wasn't where we put the door, <laughs> like I'll get so distracted by that. It'll take me out of the scene. <laughs> so, um, so I like, I do like scene painting, but often when it comes to location, I try, like, personally, I like starting really generally and then, like, painting within the scene, like, gradually, almost mm -hmm. organically. Yeah. As the scene goes, um, that's a little bit more helpful for, for just my brain <laughs> without getting yeah. distracted by, like, you walked through the chair, Kyle. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, now you're busting my... me about my, my chops, Kyle. Come on, man. <laughs> Yeah. And I apologize to any Kyles listening. That was just a name that popped in my head. Sorry, it wasn't Kyle. a specific 
attack yeah. on on all Kyles. Yeah, well, all Tads, and now all Chips, and now all yeah. Kyles are mm-hmm. going to hate our show. Or maybe love they'll it. love it. They might love it. They might love the attention. You know, they also might. with scene painting, I do love like a movie scene paint at the beginning too, uh, mm. because they're so because you're describing oftentimes depending on how you do it. But one way I do like doing is is describing the actual camera moves as it moves over, like, say you're doing a movie and you're doing like a Hallmark movie and you're discussing like, okay, you know, we have a drone shot from up here and we're zooming over a small town and like doing that whole, both the shot and what you see. Um, I always find that fun because it adds such a graphical element that you can really see what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. And it helps with the location too, because you're like, oh, I'm zoomed up. I'm like, wait, looking at this whole thing, you know, before yeah, you I don't focus think I've, in. I don't think I've ever done that kind, but that's really fun. Yeah. I like that fun. idea. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here we are doing an here improv show, giving improv ideas. Look at us wow. go. We're talking <laughs> more. It's not just all gardening chat this week. Right. We actually add value. We're at, oh my gosh, here we go. Production value. You're valuing up my production. Yeah, there we go. Rim shot. Oh, I just gave us a free rim shot. Next Thank slide. You. Oh, it's our word of a week. Ooh. Why do we have word of a week? Oh, so um, maybe you can use it in a scene, and it'll uh, it can inform character, it can inform um, time period, it can inform profession, it can in- inform. It can inform, and it can add a little bit of a of a a, a zhuzh. It's like a garnish. I would say this is like you know parsley on the plate parsley on the side of the plate like you don't really need it but you can appreciate it i love parsley although i have i do try to chew parsley more often than not yeah because i'm like is it edible no it's still not (gasps) you don't find parsley edible well i mean like you know when it's like the really hard parsley oh yeah hard parsley hard parsley yeah maybe it's not parsley but you know that hard garnish like i'll take a bite of it and be like oh that that feels like i shouldn't be eating it there's a, that's curly parsley probably there's a flat leaf Maybe. parsley i grow both of them oh my gosh we're oh. going we are just migrating back into gardening chat right now flat leaf well, parsley versus curly parsley well i like the conversation of like tell me what i can and can't eat on a plate i find yeah. that helpful yeah i also love how much we've tangented off word of the week we haven't even <laughs> given anyone the word of the week i'm sorry oh we're we're trying so hard. <laughs> we are trying hard. All right, podcast listeners, we are still looking at the slide for word of the week. So we have not moved on to parsley chat. We are still there. And the word of the week is erinaceous. E-R-I-N-A-C-E-O-U-S. That will be in the show notes with a link to the dictionary entry because that is the kind of detail we offer here on WNIS Weenus. Resembles, relates, or pertains to a hedgehog. I have to say, in a weird way, this circles back because non-edible parsley is a little arenaceous. It does somewhat resemble a hedgehog. It freaking does. Wow. I I had see if that detail was in a scene, I would love that. <laughs> I would love that connection in a scene. Exactly. And would we get it without the word erinaceous? Maybe not. I don't think so. I, I until right now, I did not know erinaceous was oh sorry a word mm-hmm. or um, a thing. See, I didn't know it either until I looked it up this way. I was like, we need a word of the day. 
I, I do, I want to know how this word came to be. Like, was someone just seeing a lot of rocks that tended to look like hedgehogs mm. and their name was Aaron and yeah. uh, people were like, oh, Aaron sees another hedgehog rock. Yeah. So Aaronaceous. I, I do not know. That would be, maybe some of our listeners know and can let yeah. us know because the Aceous is um, certainly a, a uh, whatever you lop onto the end established. I would also like to say that I am incorrect and retract my statement that this word of the week is like a garnish on a scene because we just proved that you it's useful for more than that. It's more than a garnish. You are making potential connections and other additions to the scene based on using such a word. Exactly. Yes. No, I, this has connected so many um, neurons in my brain. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? This is, <laughs> I mean, I was about to throw up production value again. This has nothing to do with production. This is improv value right now. I also just want to know what, um, what does like relates or pertains to a hedgehog being like, like its diet is arenaceous. It's like mm. living space is arenaceous. Like yeah. its favorite television show is arenaceous. Like, yeah, does a how hedgehog far, have those things? How do we know? How far does this go? Yeah. Yeah. And All could the it also the incorporate chocolate hedgehogs, which are my favorite? Oh, my gosh. Is that something ones? that's in the United States? It's a Canadian thing for sure. We have... I probably... It sounds familiar, but I also just... I don't know. Chocolate and in the shape of a hedgehog. Chocolate is, in a shape delightful. sounds familiar. <laughs> delightful on its own. But right. uh, the ones, the chocolate hedgehogs that we get in Western Canada from a place called Purdy's. This is not a plug, but I'm... Plugs. Purdy's plug, Purdy's Canada. They make chocolate hedgehogs that have mm. a hazelnut, a dense, like dense ganache type center hazelnut flavored center it is they're delightful uh next that does sound familiar i feel like i've had that before but i might be just making it up anyway moving anyway, on anyway moving on moving on chocolate chat more food getting lots of improv lots of food in today's episode now we're moving on to scene sprinkles this is where we are uh, learning things uh that we can now apply uh to our scenes through flash memory, etc., things that we've learned, or something comes up in a scene and we're adding additional details for interest or just plain being an improv nerd. Is that is that a sufficient explanation of what we're doing here, Katrina? Sounds sufficient. All right. We'll go with that then. What's your uh what's your scene sprinkle, your fact of the week? So my scene sprinkle comes from a TikTok I saw this week about cassowaries, which are large birds. And apparently they're the most dangerous bird in the world. Um, but the thing that that got me so much about, because I've heard of cassowaries and how they like chase people. And, you know, what got me is they have like a talon that they can like cut people with. What? So they, they're actually like modern day velociraptors. Like what? they're just like scary birds with a, with a, a talon. Um, and they can run 31 miles per hour, which feels, again, too fast for a bird. A couple yeah. of weeks ago, I brought mm -hmm. in that wild turkeys can fly like 50 miles an hour. Also too fast for a bird. It was like 50, right? 55, I think. 55. But, yeah, I think. Too so. fast for a bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, too fast for a large bird, like a small bird. 
okay mm-hmm. go for it but like mm-hmm. large birds ah scary don't like yeah. it um so a bird running at you at 31 miles per hour feels too fast especially when it has a knife so so um, is this just, a single talon do you know like one it's, talon it's like it has like fingers and then like one talon like okay. a velociraptor so both both uh legs or arms have one talent mm-hmm. a single talent wow that is just that is frightening that, that is like a, that scary yeah one like, large bird coming at you with one knife on each yeah. arm yeah it's like edward scissors hands but like not the secondary <laughs> edward knife knife hands. knife knife fists <laughs> Fists for knives. Oh, oh man. Uh, I've got to <laughs> stop with the fists for knives. Fists for knives. That's backwards. <laughs> knives for fists. I can't cut this, <laughs> but I can punch it. <laughs> See that? That right there is how we would be using this in. What are you? Some kind of reverse cassowary? <laughs> and what? <laughs> this is the kind of scene that we're advocating for right now. Um, go all out, live your dreams, be a reverse yeah. cassowary. Uh, see that that is smooth. If I heard that in the scene, I would be like, "Wow, right? That's smooth and smart. Exactly. The kind of improv we're doing, smooth and smart. Come we're here to we we play to the top of intelligence. We do actually. We do. That is exactly what we're doing right now." Mm-hmm. Now, uh, my fact of the week, if we're ready, I don't like, I still want to stick on the talent thing, but we're, I guess we're moving on to carrots now. Um, I did literally, the reason that this fact popped up for me, and again, everyone, we will be putting links in the show notes to where these uh, sources are that we're viewing uh, visually on the screen right now. Previous one was a TikTok about cassowaries we'll link to that this one is uh reddit facts subreddit and i did a scene last week that was about purple carrots purple carrots with orange on the inside which is a type that i grow which is why i thought of it and then uh this popped up in my feed about the source of the colors of carrots and this was a fact that i could have dropped into the scene that I did. So it's a little bit of post scene regret that I didn't know more about the background, the uh, actual genetic uh, or breeding, basically species origins of the carrot, which is a root vegetable. And uh, this fact, the modern orange carrot was developed in the Netherlands in the 17th century. Before that, carrots were mostly purple or white. And um, they're looking at that fact uh, because there was a claim that carrots used to be purple yellow and white until the 1600s when the dutch created orange carrots this is false it actually goes back further than that and about their origins and we don't really need to get into the origins as fascinating as it is to me as someone who grows for seed saving which is very nerdy Uh, which Mm -hmm. is why I was interested in this fact, which is why I brought up the carrot thing in the first place. Oh my goodness. Anyways, I will be putting this science, this article, if you are interested in the actual origins of the orange carrot, I'm sure so many improvisers listening to this are going, wow, I can't wait to click that link and read the science behind it because this is a long and nerdy scientific article. 
I'm thrilled to look mm-hmm. into this and read about a paragraph and then um, get bored and, and stop reading Let's it. See. But I know enough. I do want to say too, um, part of this part is like to gift knowledge onto our listeners and watchers, but also um, encourage you to follow what you enjoy, like follow exactly. your passions because it will inform your improv. It, yeah. it, if you delve deeper into yourself, it, mm-hmm. you can bring more to your scene. So exactly. there's something to be said for for that as well. Even if mm-hmm. particularly carrots may not interest you, I wouldn't know why. They're very interesting. Nope. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it could be Dungeons and Dragons or carrots, whatever it is, and that's what we're just encouraging. Just the lean continuation of learning to lean into your own interests and add those details to a scene. For sure. Yeah. And I do love carrots. I love carrots. Yeah, I care it about it. Oh, oh, we get the rim shot. That was a a two rim shot. I I don't know if you could have heard that, but there was two rim shots for that one miraculous, wonderful wordplay. I thank you. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. And if you want to add facts to this show, if there's something that you want to add, please check out our ween.is website. And there's a form on there. You can submit whatever to us. You can say hello. Say hi. Or add facts. Or if there's some improv knowledge that you would like to share, please do so. And we Share do- your hobby. Oh, yeah. Share your interests. Share your improv. Love. If you'd like to do my homework for me, you can find me TikToks that are interesting. <laughs> and if you find a job for Katrina. Oh, my gosh. Hire me. Hire Katrina. Preferably uh, remote. <laughs> remote. I'm a UX writer, content designer, conversation designer. Oh, my gosh. Just let me let me have money. Thank you so yes. much. And you can contact us there. You can contact us on our <laughs> social media, which is WN Improv Show. If you have a job for Katrina, you can contact us in any of those places. Yes. <laughs> All right. But we do have something from our universe, our Weenus universe. It's TJ doing I mean, TJ's Movie Minute. So W E U. The W E U. The okay. Weenus extended universe. Extended universe. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. The W E U. We call it the Woo. <laughs> And then now it's an acronym and not an initialism. Uh, we got to try to choose. All right. TJ, what has TJ got for us this week? Uh, this movie is so good. It is directed by Walshy. I always call him Walshy. Matt Walsh and written by Walshy and Brian Husky, whom I adore. Both some of my heroes. I love them so, so, so much. This is about a uh, hypnotherapist played by Brian. Um, it has many different eclectic, interesting um, patients and uh, people he's like um, helping work through a lot of their issues. And um, the more the movie goes on, we kind of see that, you know, he has his own personal issues that he's not really um, addressing quite as much as other people's. And it's a really, really beautiful, hilarious, wonderful movie. And just the script by Brian and Walshy is just amazing. And I just, it's really good. So please watch it. Uh, Brian, Walshy, you're the best. I love it. Thank you, TJ. And that movie, 
uh, for especially for our podcast listeners is called A Better You. A Better You. Um, Y-O-U. And uh, yeah, check that out. Thank you, TJ, for your TJ Movie Minute. Yay! Movie Minute. Movie Minute, yes. Movies that connect to our improv universe, our greater improv universe. Um, Directed by stars, etc. TJ is bringing us those movies to check out. All right, Katrina. Yeah. Let's uh, first. Let's first do uh, some. Let's uh, move, change our studio up a little bit. Let's do some plugs. Oh. Plugs. Do you have any plugs to add this week? Well, I already begged for a job, so <laughs> <laughs> kind of though. That's that's it. Um, yeah. Not, not, right. a, not a whole lot going on. Um, I did last week host my very first we just jam the evening after or the afternoon jam so mm-hmm. i'll probably be doing that again soon so if you're up for some fun improv we just has jams every friday um go go to the visit jams. visit us yes <laughs> 11 a.m and 5 p.m pacific time uh you can go to weege.is slash jam and I can put the link in um, in the show notes as well. But it's also on the World's Greatest Improv School website, which is, I guess, what I'll plug. Uh, WGImprovSchool.com. Online, lots of online classes in addition to those online jams. Um, and I have a couple coming up. One in April on characters. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, Jen's character classes are really fun. Yeah. Jen, like Jen knows character for sure. I do so. more than a wrestling voice or whatever that voice was earlier on. Um, just, just, <laughs> I should clarify. But some, sometimes that's also all you need. Sometimes that's all voice. you need. That's all you need. Okay. I'll just stop. <laughs> uh, we got the most important part of the show before we go and head off. changing the picture on our wall podcast listeners you would have to see the visual to appreciate what this image is if you know where this image is from on our wall and the changing of the Wilhines, but do let us know and you will win and we will give you a shout out on the next show if you know where this image is from it was posted this week i will give that hint and that is all i'll say <laughs> The um the suspense is killing me. Oh, it is suspenseful. Uh, all right. Well, you have anything else to add, or should we roll those credits? I feel like let's let's roll it. Uh, we'll okay. see you all back here next week. Enjoy yeah. some improv. Go do some improv. Go do improv and tell us what it's like. Contact us on ween.is. That's W-E-E-N.is. Did it help you in your career this week? Let yeah. us know. Let us know. Have you read the w- book Yes, comma, and? Let us know about that. Have you read any book? Let us know. Have you read any book? Yeah. <laughs> All right, and blackout. This was taken from a live stream of the world's nerdiest improv show, parentheses, W-N-I-S, parentheses, Weenus. If you'd like more information about the show, the videos, transcripts, or anything else, please go to our website at ween.is. That's W-E-E-N dot I-S. Thanks for listening.